When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome into Purple Daily. Before we dive into Anthony Harris with his social media announcement over the weekend, let's talk about Federated. Federated is here to help local businesses. You local businesses are our community partners, our neighbors, our families, and our friends. And when you need Federated, Federated is here to help you, especially with all the changing openings and reopenings of businesses and uh, everything that could be on the horizon the next few weeks. You might need those trusted resources Federated offers to businesses written pandemic policies, communications to employees, HR-related materials, federatedinsurance.com, where you can also call your marketing representative at Federated Mutual Insurance Company. It's our business to protect yours. And welcome in to Purple Daily. I'm Phil Mackey. That's Judd Zolgad. We have Declan Goff in the house here. And gentlemen, today's episode is all about Anthony Harris. The Vikings have, according to Courtney Cronin and other notable Vikings reporters, they have, well, I guess it's the other way around. Anthony Harris has signed his franchise tender of $11.4 million. Harris and the Vikings now have until July 15th to agree to a long-term contract extension. So a few questions off of this, starting with the fact that the Vikings now have, you could argue, the two best safeties in the NFL, Pro Football Focus last year had Anthony Harris number three and Harrison Smith number two. And uh, the only other player in front of them was Justin Simmons from Denver. And coincidentally, Justin Simmons and Kareem Jackson, the only other tandem of safeties that makes 20 plus million dollars combined, just like the Vikings are going to pay those two guys. So uh, how do you feel about the Vikings having two Highly paid, but also very good safeties on their roster here, Judd Zilgad. Um, I feel like it, well, it, this was not their plan. I feel like that uh, the plan was in in February, going back to the league scouting combine, Phil Mackey, when Mike Zimmer came out and talked about the fact and basically gave a very upfront statements about the fact it's going to be tough to bring Harris back. And at that point in time, we all expected him to hit the open market. You know... Mike can bluff a little bit on injuries and things, but he's not a very good liar. And and I felt like his comments at that time pretty much indicated an expectation on his part, and of course he's a very defensive-minded coach, that Anthony Harris was going to walk. And I also don't see the benefit in the bluff there. So if he wasn't telling the truth, what's the benefit there? And And then we get to right before free agency opens in March, and they put the franchise tag on on Anthony Harris, which I think was a move made 
uh, to try and then trade him. And I'm guessing that their goal was a second or third round pick. And and the hope was that they could take a guy who, as you just said, was considered one of the top safeties in the National Football League in 2019 and turn him into a high draft pick. Mm-hmm. But draft picks, of course, are valued greatly by teams. Harris would have to be signed to a new contract by his new team. And for all of those reasons, he did not uh, get traded. And now he's here. And he's a really good player. And I don't think the Vikings are unhappy about this, but I don't think it was their intention. I think the intention was to get a higher draft pick and do something with that pick, possibly take a player, possibly trade that for more picks. And so I think it's really nice that that they've got these two guys, these two safeties who are both very effective, very good players. But I don't know in the grand scheme of things if this works out in the way that they thought. And I will say this. People keep saying, well, if your cornerbacks are going to be so inexperienced, which the Vikings are, you've got to have two good safeties. And I say, okay, I've watched football for a long time, and so have you. And yes, it's nice to have Smith and Harris back there, but that but they don't play corner. They're mm-hmm. not they don't play those positions. So I would say that the Vikings feeling about this and mine is yes, Anthony Harris is a very good player. Was this the grand plan on the day they slapped the franchise tag on him in March? I don't think so. I agree. I don't I don't think they went in plan A saying, "All right, let's go in and have two highly paid safeties here." I think they were looking for an extension of time, and I think they were looking for some leverage. And I actually think there's truth to the OBJ rumors. Like some of the stuff that has come out, I just I don't I don't think it's just made up that the Vikings were potentially in discussions to bring in a star wide receiver. Okay, well, what assets would you have to give up to make that happen? And like draft pick Anthony Harris. I think there was a bunch. My guess is they went in and said, "All right, we're going to retool this defense." There's like five different scenarios that could play out. Two or three involve Anthony Harris. At the end of the day, if we're forced because of just lack of trade options or uh, if we don't spend the free agency money on things that we want along the offensive line or elsewhere, like if at the end of the day we just are stuck, quote-unquote, with Anthony Harris, there are worse problems to have in the NFL, especially when you have young cornerbacks. And so um, where I'm kind of at with this is ideally – from a roster construction and salary cap standpoint, you wouldn't pay two safeties 10 and $11 million, and you wouldn't pay a running back like the Vikings, it seems, are going to do with Dalvin Cook over $10, $12 million. I don't think those are the positions you want to be spending 30 to $40 million on and eating up a huge percentage of your $195, $200 million salary cap. But Anthony Harris is one of the best defensive players in the NFL. Dalvin Cook is one of the best offensive players in the NFL. And so, like, in a vacuum, I think it's great that those guys are both wearing purple in 2020. Mm -hmm. But zooming out to the macro, (laughs) I don't love the strategy of paying so much money for those positions. So I'm sort of torn on the Anthony Harris thing. And that, yeah, definitely, guy's an awesome football player. Yes. Guy helps you in 2020 in a lot of different ways. Yes. All right. Well, how are you making up for it? Now, if 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 Jeff Gladney becomes a stud starting cornerback and he's on a rookie deal, cool, you've made up for it. Because then you could say, well, if you flip-flopped it, you know, for 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 a starting safety and a starting cornerback, combined they make about $14, 15000000 million, and it doesn't right. really matter that one of them makes 11 one of them makes three or whatever Gladney is going to make. So, so looking at just the free agent side of this, not the 15 draft picks, the Vikings have brought in Tajay Sharp, who's going to compete for... 
probably the number three wide receiver spot. I don't see him. I mean, I guess he could start the season as the number two wide receiver over Justin Jefferson, but he's basically competing for your number three wide receiver spot. Michael Pierce, defensive tackle, and then Anthony Zettel, just sort of a a guy at pass rusher. Mm -hmm. Um, Those are their three free agent signings. And then obviously franchise tagging Anthony Harris. Um, What grade would you give them? In their limited cap space, like it's not like they came in with fifty or hundred million dollars to spend. How would you grade them on how they've used their limited amount of dollars on free agents? Um, so for this exercise and the purposes of it, I'm going to use what I consider to be previous bad acts against them, which are they put themselves in this predicament through obviously decisions that they made in recent off seasons mm-hmm. as well, which also goes to the heart of the Anthony Barr contract because Barr was out the door and begged to come back and they brought him back on what is a pretty good contract for Anthony Barr. And I would give them a C minus. Uh, it's not impressive. And, and look, the draft was good. I'm impressed. Okay. I think the draft was good. We don't know for sure, but there were enough things done there and positions filled where it looks like guys fell to them. They got the guys that they wanted. That is excellent. Good for you. But free agency-wise, this is underwhelming, Phil. It just is. And and when you have Rhodes get old and leave, and that's fine, and Trey Waynes, look, I think Trey Waynes was overpaid by the Bengals. I would not have brought him back, so I totally get that too. But to me, you've got to be in a situation to step up then and say, okay, we might not be able to get a Hall of Fame corner to replace these guys, but we yeah. can, but we can at least have the money and resources to go out and sign replacements. My problem with the free free agency moves is, and you know, Pierce is the only guy of the three that you went through to sign a multi year contract. He signed three years, twenty seven mil. Uh, Sharp got w- one year, one mil, and then a defensive end, Anthony Zettel, who had six and a half sacks a couple of years ago with the Lions in two thousand seventeen, one year, one mil as well. And I wouldn't be surprised if he's the type of guy who doesn't make it out of training camp. Um, but the predicament that you put yourself in, where you could only do those deals, to me. Goes back to, okay, you're planning to, to pay Cook in the macro. Is that smart? You sign Cousins to free up more cap space, but you're paying him like a top five quarterback, basically, and he's not. That doesn't mean I don't like him. But I, my problem isn't the guys they didn't sign in free agency per se. It's the guys they have signed previously sure. that tie up that cap space. And, and so I think what the Vikings were able to do with all the picks in the draft might be fruitful and might be good, but from just a pure free agency right now, and things could could change. There's a lot of guys still out there who have not signed in large part because of the pandemic and the inability to look at them and get them to your facilities and actually give them physicals. But right now, I'm going C-. minus. I don't think it's impressive at all. So I'm kind of with you. I'm going to go a C on this one. And again, like I don't know. I don't know what they could have done to earn an A with just so with so little cap space to use. But just looking at spotrack.com right now just to get the current salary cap space. This is my theory, okay? So, they have about 10 to 12 million dollars in cap space right now according to this. And right. I don't think that counts some of the draft picks. So so let's call let's call it like 7 million dollars with the draft picks, all right? Yep. So 7 million dollars in current cap space which, as we did on one of our uh, episodes last week here on Purple Daily, you you could sign Everson Griffin potentially with that money. There's a couple of veteran cornerbacks. There's there's some options out there. But let's take that seven million. Tajay Sharp's one million. Anthony Zettel's one million, and then Michael Pierce at five million. Michael Pierce, like 
he's certainly not going to remind you of the Williams wall or Linval Joseph, but like he's a professional defensive tackle. Like he'll slide in and, and he'll be fine. Sure. But all of that together is $14 million. If the Vikings knew they were going to make a huge push to draft 15 players all on rookie deals, and I get that you're not going to use all 15 players. Like some of those guys are going to get cut. A lot of those guys are seventh and sixth round picks. So I'm not saying you're going to have 15 rookies on your roster, but like you have more rookies and more potential out of those rookie contracts than almost any other team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Would it have been a better approach in free agency to aim for like one big splash signing with a pool of $14 million or 12 or $13 million of it, let's say, than to go a Michael Pierce over here and then like maybe a veteran cornerback over there and then like Tajay Sharp over here and, and like Anthony Zettel, you're going to cut and eat like Six hundred thousand dollars in dead cap, anyways. Um, that's my only question, and I don't even like. I can't say de- definitively. Well, you should have done this with that money because it's a two way street in free agency, and I'm sure they made a play for certain players, and certain players wanted to sign elsewhere. That's where I'm going with this. Like, if you knew you were going to draft fifteen players, right? Would you have done the dink and dunk approach in free agency, or would you have said, "Listen, let's let's pool our money together, right? Sign one player that we feel great about, and then let." Young players on rookie deals fill the rest of the void. If if you knew, so if Anthony Harris had had left, the franchise tag, which is also the salary cap um, price for 2020, is $11.4 million for this year. If you had known, hey, he's going to leave, you'll get a compensatory pick next year. I'm guessing if he he had signed elsewhere, it would have been a third-round compensatory pick, Phil. Mm -hmm. Um, But... You're going to free up potentially $11.4 million and be able to be in the bidding, for instance, for a cornerback. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm not saying it's it's a Hall of Fame cornerback, but let's say it's a good cornerback. Just from a positional standpoint, so forget the names, would you have preferred to put that amount of cash towards a cornerback as opposed to a second safety mm-hmm. who's really damn good, but by the way, you've right. already got a very good safety. So my answer on that because I, I, cause I do know the cornerbacks that were available, and I just feel like for the price range you're talking about, you're not going to get a needle moving. Like, you're going to get a league average, good, solid, starting caliber cornerback. Anthony Harris is much better than that at safety. And so, like, I'm not willing to just say goodbye to one of the best safeties in the NFL because, like, oh, I could get a much lesser guy at a position that I need more of. Let's start with the really good players, and then figure out the rest. And so that is one thing that I do commend the Vikings having done here in this offseason is, all right, is it ideal that we're kind of going in with a blank canvas at cornerback and Mike Hughes, who is not reliable yet, really, is our most reliable option at that position. I'd rather just be able to lay my head on the pillow at night and say, I I have maybe the two best safeties in the entire NFL. If not, it's definitely two of the top five safeties. And so we can at least feel good about our shell here. We've got a couple safeties over the top, a Daniil Hunter over here who is Hall of Fame bound at some point. Uh, Eric Kendricks is one of the best linebackers in the NFL, and then sort of figure the rest out. I'd rather have the best safety than a league average cornerback, even though cornerback is a, posi- a bigger position of need. It's just a it's a lot invested in one position, and Smith is now going to be, I think. I think at 11.4 mil for Harris, he's going to make substantially more in base salary than Smith is. It's just an interesting. It's an interesting way to go about it. And my belief is that they're 
their thought, mistakenly probably, was that they could pry a second round pick for him yeah. and and trade him this, like because, for this year. Yes, yeah, because yeah, once you slap the franchise tag on him, even before he signs it, he becomes your property. Mm-hmm. He can't hit the market. And so I think their original goal that day was we'll trade him and get something more than what we would get for the compensatory pick. Uh, I just don't. I don't think that their original intent, as good as Harris is, was to be sitting here today with him having signed the eleven point four million dollar tender and to have these two safeties. It doesn't hurt them. It certainly doesn't kill them. It just. It just seemed like the original goal was probably to flip him. Do you feel better though that the Vikings have Smith and Harris in the backfield for two thousand twenty, or would you have rather seen them let Harris walk and try to get a bigger time cornerback? To help you further down the road, right. right? That's the other hard part here is you don't really know what to make of the 2020 season. You just, like, are they going to play 16 games? How does the how does no fans True. impact the season? Um, yeah, I just, like, if you're telling me I could have had apples to apples, yeah. I could have swapped out Anthony Harris for an equally great shutdown corner, I will take the equally great shutdown corner. If the trade-off was Anthony Harris... And the money that he would have made for a far lesser cornerback relative to position and like a third round draft pick for this year. All right. That just feels like I'm filling a positional need and then taking a gamble on a third round pick. There's no guarantees I'm going to make up for one of the best secondary players in the NFL. So while I am while I am a little skittish about where they're allocating their money. I'm not to the point where I'm just like, well, you can't have two safeties like that are that good and paid that much money. All right, what's what am what's the fair trade off here? And I don't know. And I'm sure they explored that for two months. They're and- they're very they're very much trying to do what's going to amount, and I don't know if it's possible to a soft rebuild in certain areas. Yeah, and that's what that's fine. I don't know in 2020 if that's going to work or not. Like, they're trying to get away with, hey, can we put this guy in there? And we're not going to be as good here as we thought that we or we like to be. Uh, and we're going to try and develop these guys on the fly. This will be, I, I think you could say, beyond a shadow of a doubt, since the Vikings got successful with Zimmer here, this will be his toughest assignment defensive coaching wise. Absolutely. Since 2014 and, and he, he came yeah. in and, and took on a bad defense and certainly got some guys like Rhodes into being very good players. This is going to be his most significant challenge. And the expectation though, they, they can't win seven games and be like, that's okay. 2014, he got here and there was time. There's not that time now. 2014, though, was a much harder assignment because he was literally taking over the wor- like one of sure. the two or three worst defenses in the NFL with just a broken secondary. They didn't really... Everson Griffin was a pass rusher, but they didn't really have... And Jared Allen had right. come to the end of his run. But he had all... He, but at that time, he had a couple of years. Like, if you were good, you're good. If you're not, that's right. fine, too. But I would say, like, let's not, let's not make it... There are so many coaches in the NFL that would love the the security blanket and the safety, no pun intended, of having maybe the two best safeties in the NFL, two of the top five, one of the best linebackers, and one of the best pass rushers. If you could say, listen, I can't guarantee you anything else. We're going to give you kind of a mix of veterans and rookies at the other spots, mm-hmm. but you will start with more than one-third of your defense is going to be some of the best players in the NFL mm-hmm. at every level. Mm-hmm. I think you would say, "All right, cool. Like I can Mike Zimmer should be able to make it work, yeah. not on the level of the best defense. I don't think he's going to coach up the best defense in the NFL right. this year, but like he should be able to take this framework 
yep. and make it work and have this be a formidable defense. Or if not, <laughs> I was going to say if not too. Well, and, then and this is where it's nice. Eric Bieniemy will be a great head coach of the Vikings. And this next is year. where it's nice if, if you have a top five quarterback. Then because if your defense is not as good as expected, guess what? Your quarterback is great. In this case, your quarterback is good, not great. Last question. So the Vikings, I believe the date is uh, July fifteenth. They have until mm-hmm. then to sign Harris yes. to a multi year extension, which would obviously allocate the resources on the salary cap completely differently. And if we get to July 16th, or I think it's 3 p.m. on July 15th, he then is locked into the one-year $11.4 million um, franchise tag. Yes. Uh, assuming that you are also working very hard right now to sign Dalvin Cook to a rich extension, do you sign Harris to an extension, or do, do you say, you know what, we're good with you for 2020, and yeah, it's a big cap hit, but it's it's one year, and you're going to hit the market again potentially yeah. in 2021. Uh, and, and a third element in this Actually, Harrison Smith, I believe, is up for a contract extension starting after the 2020 season. So, because his his guaranteed money, I believe, is gone after 2020, and so he's going to be at age 32 after this season, going to be looking for okay. a contract extension. So that that plays in this as well. I would just I would go franchise tag one year. I would not sign Anthony Harris to an extension. I would I would just I'd write it out for one year. On top of the fact that you got to be careful about paying safeties too much money. I think it's fair to say, listen, dude, prove it. You had a great year last year. You haven't done it for six years in a row like Harrison Smith has. You prove it, and then we can talk. And worst case scenario, you franchise him again, right? Which you can do if yes. you want to. Yes. So I don't think there's any. I don't. There's no harm, no foul. Not to mention another element to this is we don't know what the salary cap is going to be going into 2021. It's possible the league takes a huge bath financially. If not likely, the league takes a huge bath financially if they mm-hmm. can't put fans in the stadiums. Mm-hmm. If the salary cap comes down for 2021, okay, even more of a reason to not lock into something long-term with both of your safeties. So I think you play it out, and then you can make a decision on one or both of those guys after the 2020 season. The third thing is Harris, while he has only been starting for two years, I believe is going to turn 29 in the coming months. Yeah, he's not a he's not a kid. So he's not a young guy. And so do I want to sign him to a potential uh 3 to 5 year extension at that age? Probably not. Yeah, so it'll be uh it'll be interesting to see what happens between now and July 15th, but either way, based on Anthony Harris's Facebook post in which at the end of it in gold highlighted he said, "I am most excited for the opportunity to help bring a Super Bowl to Minnesota." And the best fans in the country. It seems like it's it's not going to be an issue either way for him. He's going to get rich. He's going to get paid. I think he's happy. And then he's going to be happy if show I up to camp walked up and here's eleven gave you million dollars. Eleven point four million dollars. Yeah. That's why like quarterbacks getting all pissy about Wouldn't you getting pleased? franchised. How can you franchise me? This is disrespectful. We're giving you thirty million dollars. Shut up. Okay, that's Judd Zolgad. I'm <laughs> Phil Mackey. Declan Goff. And this is Purple Daily. Thank you to everyone who has given us a five-star rating or review on Apple or wherever you listen to podcasts. And thank you to everyone who has clicked the subscribe button on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash score north. We'll see you next time. Hi, I'm here on USPTO. It's almost the end of the year, and if you don't put me on a timesheet, I will be gone forever. Use me or lose me. Let's get away. It's getaway time. Get our best deals of the season on a new Hyundai. It's your journey. Own every mile at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now, get 0% APR for up to 36 months, plus zero payments for 90 days on select Hyundai vehicles. Hurry to your local Hyundai dealer today. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offer ends one three twenty three. Call one five six two three one four four six zero three for complete offer details. Pop quiz: What can you buy for three ninety nine? 
Not a latte, but for less than the cost of a cup of coffee, you can get all your favorite music ad-free. While other streaming services jack up their prices, Live One's membership is only $3.99 per month, and you can lock in that price for a full year. Join now to get the best deal in music with zero ads, unlimited skips, and maximum audio quality. Get the music you love at a price that fits into your budget with Live One Plus. Check out liveone.com slash bestmusic for details.